0: Hey, it's Shaston Rains, and welcome
1: to Crosswalk Church. You're listening to Today's Presence, a podcast in which Pastor Tim hosts conversations about culture, daily life, and what the scriptures have to say. We desire to bring you encouragement and hope during this time, so once you finish this podcast, make sure to visit CrosswalkVillage.com to find more information about our church and additional resources from our pastoral team.
0: Well hello everyone welcome back morning this is tim and sam sam and tim how you doing sam
1: or whatever time of the day you listen to this podcast yeah good afternoon good evening i didn't say good morning
0: because i was non-time specific well i did oh you did because
1: i believe that we should be relevant i wasn't really listening to whoever's listening wherever they're listening to you or you're driving to work or coming from work or getting Yet, ready in the morning
0: you know um, i gotta i gotta relay a little story we were on our um i was on a zoom q a after the sermon thing and one of our one a, a very a very accomplished gentleman um said I was on my work this morning on my way to work and I was listening to one of your preaching podcasts and man, really, just really appreciated. Never really thought about how much work and how much preparation went into it. He said, it was fascinating to hear that, especially because you guys clearly are not prepared for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which was oddly affirming and and I think just solidifies the idea that I feel like this format is... is um, Again, we're just letting people into our conversations,
1: hey, so if you don't like how they're very funny if, if you don't like how they're organized,
0: <laughs> you're right along with us because we don't is hu- such
1: a, I don't know what to do with that with that uh, comment. you're so <laughs> thorough in your preparation, apparently, what happens to your podcast, but that's great. Well, I mean, let's face it, right before we push
0: play, you're like, so uh just like whatever, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, no, just let me push a button."
1: Hey, I just want to point out how disturbing it is to watch you caress your beard, yeah. which is now—what uh, is that? It's taken month, on a life. Two months, three months.
0: It's about two months. It's taken on a life of its own. It's become. It, I can't look at own. you when you're talking now.
1: You need yeah, to I can't doing
0: that. Not pull on it. Like, eh. my, <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> like we're 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 entering into like. I think somebody told me the other day, like pinterest moments of like beard, beard mm. models, except for the good looking part. But it's like I was that more like a
1: New England lobster farmer.
0: Well, that's when I uh, wear my red cap. Every time I've been on a Zoom call this week, when I'm wearing my red cap, somebody sends me a picture of Bill Murray from the Life Aquatic, Wes Anderson's the Life Aquatic, <laughs> which i take it as a compliment i think so you say you're putting,
1: you're putting a beard uh yeah, you gotta, yeah
0: you gotta do some you gotta use some product what it. kind of
1: product do you use you want to um, a plug
0: i'm actually using a i can't remember what oh no it's a it's a it's an amish beard balm because the amish they know about beards um huh. so yeah it's an amish beard balm from pennsylvania or something um it's quite good i mean it's just hey, wax know, that's all it is it's like a wax. Back game. when
1: I grew a beard once, uh, a long one, remember the days when we I were all into this? Yeah. Uh, um, I, I got beer, a beard balm from my friend, Kevin Strain, who makes his own. Oh, really? He manufactures his own at home. Yeah, it's very good. Wow, Yeah.
0: that's, that's he's a maker, is that what it is? <clears throat> I, was on a, I was on a call last night, I was on a Zoom meeting and somebody introduced themselves as, I'm an artist, I'm a writer, I'm a maker i make things that's, the thing. like, that's cool man i like that because so i don't just, i don't make anything okay you you do nothing, nothing tangible like i just it's just words out into the ether <laughs> you know and people like they fall on people and people are like "Ooh, get this off me or like i don't know i don't i don't know
1: Sam, let's jump you into make, what we're talking about. Like. Listen, you make things that change people's lives. Please don't, I, don't diminish your work, Tim. Come on. Well. First of all, second of all, we have... Um, the maker community is a big deal. They have it, conventions. Yeah, there um, is. And our friend Layton Darby. Oh, I you know, was just going
0: to say he's been to spoon conventions because he's a spoon maker along with a beekeeper and many other things. He's and a that chair
1: maker. Is. He's a knife maker. He makes things. He makes so, things. Anytime yeah, around I mean, Leighton, shout out to Leighton. Anytime yeah. around him, I wonder, what do I, what do I do with my life? What am I contributing? Of any meaning. I because feel like I've bought at Target or Walmart or Amazon makes me feel like I've <laughs> diminished the world in yeah. some way. And Leighton just, you know, he just tolerates me. Well, I feel like, Layton. I feel like when I
0: hang out with Leighton, um... I feel like his Netflix playlist or watch list is much much shorter than mine because he's busy <laughs> working on a spoon <laughs> or a knife or working with his bees, making the world a better place, adding adding to the value hey, of the world. And I'm just have you mm. ever
1: asked him about his beekeeping? Oh, this it, is what it I gets love philosophical about philosophical fast. It, this, this is what I love a... about
0: Layton. Layton will be like, "Do you, I can talk about bees for a long time? Are yes. you sure?" Like he gives this caveat of like, if we're doing this, like we're going, we're going in long and we're going like we're, this is for real. So don't toy with me because I want to talk about bees.
1: One time, one time we are, we, I asked him, Hey, Layton, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of getting some uh, bees and uh, doing it in my backyard. He, he looked at me with a, what, well, what (laughs) method, what method are you going to use? And, uh, I think I even told him what method. He said, "Well, let me give you uh, turn into like an hour on." Well, you know, you may want to rethink that because uh, there's there's schools of thought. Yeah. And sure. if you don't if you don't have an aligned with one, you're not really into this. So. <laughs> yeah, it it was awesome. No, it's amazing. Awesome. It's so we're doing this topic. Let's do yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna kind of wrap up. I don't know if we're wrapping up. We may revisit it again at some point. But we've been talking about preaching for a while, and um, we've got a guest coming in in our next podcast. So we thought we would kind of maybe not wrap it up, but at least spend a little time talking about one specific aspect of preaching, which has a tendency to create pretty interesting stories. Um, and <laughs> so. First of all, if we've done a sermon of yours, or if we've done a wedding of yours, because we're going to talk about wedding, and we happen to use it as an illustration, don't be offended. Um, no names. Don't no be names, names today. of course not. But weddings are weddings are a particular skill.
1: Yes. And, Can let me ask you, let me begin with this. How many have you officiated? Do you keep track?
0: So I, I have a round figure. I'm around 150.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Where are you at? I'm um, sure you're more than that.
1: I I don't I keep an actual exact tally of okay, weddings yeah, because like um, well listen I keep not I like we're a, in
0: competition but how
1: how many I have a I have a wedding folder where I keep track of every every sort you know you, you, I thought you would do that oh no but you lost all your sermon files at some yeah. point in yeah
0: couple, my daughter erased ago. them all from my iCloud account seven hundred sermons
1: oh that's okay, well, wow that's
0: all, we're not going to talk about that. I, I love my sure. daughter we've I've forgiven her she was, in, she was nine it's ten years
1: ago I'm not worried about it but but tell me like well this is not a competition because you know I spent 21 years working with college students so that's 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 one of those statements that like, it's not a competition but I'm winning well the <laughs> Because I spend the, the majority of my time working with a population that is actually at, at about the, the place where they're getting married. Just tell me the um, number. Wow, Tim. That's super aggressive. That's well, aggressive. You're
0: doing all this caveats of like, the, you know, it's not my fault I did so many weddings. I just, they put me in this place. 283. Holy mole. Are you serious?
1: Yeah, it was our friend Patty and I, we talk about it all the time. Padriac wow. McCoy. How are you? Our summers were devoted probably probably around the same or maybe even more. Wow. Some summers it was, you know, a, a weekly. Wow. Do 15, 20, a, 20 a, a, a summer. That's. um, You, have,
0: you, are, I'm you are way older prof- than you as you like to say also. Your professional status on that, that's pretty amazing. I'm like a <laughs> novice still. So. Two hundred eighty-three weddings. There's got to be some good ones. But wait, Uh can I give you? Can I tell you the advice that you gave me back when we were in seminary?
1: Really? I give you
0: advice in seminary. Yeah, you gave me advice in seminary because when I came to seminary, I was green, right? I hadn't been a pastor. I was just, quite honestly, I was just off of being in a, you know, a band that played in clubs, and now I'm going to seminary. That that pendulum swing was. that's a, that's a podcast series in itself. But, um, so I was not really prepared. And I would remember I was going to do the first wedding and you like pointed at me with your finger, like you do, you know, you wag that finger at me all the time and you're like, (laughs) Hey, 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 um, write everything down manuscript, a wedding completely. And I was like, what, why? And he's like, because it's their day. And if you say something wrong, that's all anyone will remember. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What do you mean say something wrong? He's like, and you said, I don't know. Like, if you say the bride's name wrong and mention an ex-girlfriend that the guy used to date. And I was like, what? And uh, apparently you had a story with that. And you frightened me so bad to this day. Everything is manuscripted. And I write their names and I put them in bold font so I do not forget. And I say it correctly, and I will write it out phonetically if it's a difficult name.
1: the the names The names of the people getting married is the one thing. If you can, if you're gonna mess one thing up, don't mess that up. Right. Yeah, I'm not gonna say who or where or when, but I was at a wedding where the officiating minister called the why the bride. Mm-hmm. By the ex-wife's name oh, of the groom. no 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 <laughs> no 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 no! no. <laughs> was That's... chilling. That was not a comfort. I've actually, I've actually, I've done this once. I, I called, I called the bride by the by the maid of honor's name. Oh wow! Well,
0: Which at least is, they were. I don't friendly. know why it
1: happened. Right. Hopefully, best friends. Well, maid yeah. of honor well, should be really close. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But it's weird so, yes. because
0: because those like formal settings are are such a different kind of preaching. I mean, we could do a whole thing on funerals probably as well or event preaching, but we'll, we'll kind of stick with weddings. Weddings are one of those things where like everybody's anxiety is ramped up pretty hot. Um, yeah. And so so you as a pastor play a role like your job is supposed to like calm everyone down. Um, but but there's some fine lines, man. There's been some weird things that I've heard. People have said some very strange things. Pastors have said some very, very strange things.
1: It's a, yeah. Um, so I learned early on that the wedding homily should not be your opportunity to talk about everything, like, the, the, like your theological treatise on why wedding, why marriage, why marriage? Right. that that's not the place for it, man. That is like just make it sweet, right? It let me short. ask you a,
0: Let me ask you a practical question. short. Okay. How much time? How long should a sermon homily be?
1: Eight to ten minutes, Max. Yeah, Max. Yeah. Uh, uh, twelve, a, a 12 why, if you're friends. Twelve if you're friends and you're including a little bit of the narrative of the relationship which right. couples really love for you to right. do. So <clears throat> that's my my move now is just to think about, deep personalizing uh, but if if you go beyond ten to twelve minutes and you know and nowadays the outdoor wedding is the move everyone wants an outdoor wedding and there's too many when variables. When was the last and... time
0: you did a wedding in a in a in a church?
1: Uh, it's been a well last summer, but oh. but the reception was outdoor. Right. No, it's been
0: it's on honest to
1: God, it's been
0: two or three years since I've done one in a church. I've done one, uh, like here we have the chapel at the Mission Inn, um, which is not a church, although it very much feels like a Catholic cathedral. It is not. Yes. They remind you that when you're in there. Um, but, but no, dude, nobody does it. And here's what I don't understand. We live in Southern California. In August, they often want to do an outside wedding at like four in the afternoon on a Sunday, which yes. guaranteed will yes. be 119 degrees
1: no and the, my funnest thing about those is that because the couple wants the best lighting right you're going you the efficient you're going to be looking into the sun the whole during, time. During
0: a- <laughs> just burning <laughs> i used to shave my head for a while and there were there were weddings where the pictures look like there's just a huge sunspot coming off my forehead because it was so bright and so brutal. You know, what's an hey, interesting other okay. thing that's happened? Um, okay. So before before Facebook and Instagram and all that, when the couple would marry, you just and would kiss. You just stand there, right? Yes. Because why not? You just stand there, and they it's a, it's a nice kiss in there. Then with Instagram and and Facebook, they begin to tag you in the kiss yes picture, which is not needed, but they feel like because you're there and a prominent figure, you should be tagged. And yes. then all of a sudden you're in all these kissing pictures. So now it's like, uh, I'm going to say, please kiss your wife. And then I'm going to take a step back and then kiss your wife. So I can get out of the freaking frame. I don't want to. And, and I'm always like, and if I'm in the frame, don't tag me. Not my wedding, not my kiss. I don't care.
1: <laughs> hey, that's that's so funny. I actually have been told a couple of times, Pastor, they, they, I've, I've been asked very politely. And by the way, I just want to say ahead of time or in the time, because there's not ahead of time. I thoroughly love weddings. Oh, this yeah. is weddings one of my fun. favorite things about being a minister. I love it. I've been asked politely by by couples, uh, "Where will you be standing during the kiss?" <laughs> because they want me out of the picture. Yeah. They don't want me creepily looking at them while they're, you know, smooching for the first time ever in their lives. <clears throat> so, okay. I got another question. No, but I got,
0: you say you say.
1: I just want to tell you a brief story about what yeah, happened yeah. to me at that mission in chapel. Oh yeah, go. this happened in the mission chapel, and you name, naming that reminds me. Don't forget your question. So <laughs> here's, the, here's the so this is where my famous rose and goblet incident happened. <laughs> Have I told you about this? No, I, I love okay. that it has a title already. All right, so I go to rehearsals because I don't like being surprised by anything that happens at a wedding. A lot of pastors don't go to rehearsals because just a, a time commitment. That was going to be my question.
0: Reception and rehearsal. That was going to be my I, question. I go,
1: to, I go to everything. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm all in. If you want me to do your wedding, do not do that weird thing where you invite a very small select group to the reception um, and you don't invite the pastor because I want the free food.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've never had that happen where I haven't been invited, just for the record. Do they not oh, invite yeah. you to the reception?
1: Oh, no. Yeah. There's listen, I've had weddings where there's, there's like levels of, of post reception parties. <laughs> there's like the, everyone invited, you know, for the cheap Costco, uh, cookies and punch. Mm-hmm. Then there's like the next level is a, uh, meet and greet with a couple where you actually get to say something to the couple. And then there's a super exclusive, you know, $200 a plate oh. kind of event where, close family and friends, uh, are invited. I've, I've been to many of those. Ah, nice. Um, Go back to your story. Okay. Okay. So I went to the, to the rehearsal, well-organized. It was great. I took notes. I always take notes. So I know exactly what, you know, what's going on. I don't want to be surprised by anything. And, and day of the wedding in the middle of the wedding, we're in the middle of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the bride looks at me and says it's time she whispers it it's time for the rose and goblet thing <laughs> what is that I said, I said i thought that we did now we're having this conversation in front of her audience right. in the mid w- did we talk about that because i don't remember talking about it. she and she looked at me with this look of panic <laughs> like you're gonna ruin the wedding just do the thing and I'm searching through my files in my brain, going rose and goblet. I have never heard of that before, and I've done no. many of these. And so, and so I look at the groom for help, and he's looking at me like, "Can don't ruin this? Like, do the rose and goblet?" So I look behind me. Do the right. They thing, had man. put a rose and a goblet full of water behind, like behind where we were on a table. Uh-huh. So, I I looked. At, shit, my wife was there, Shelley. I look at Shelly and, she, and just looked at her. And Shelly was shaking her head like, don't look at me. I have no clue. So Tim, I turned around, grabbed the rose and the goblet, and I improv
0: Did you just make it up?
1: <laughs> I just made it up, I said, I said to the groom, you, you are the rose. No wait, you, the bride, you're the rose. <laughs> And you're the goblet that will sustain the rose, and she kept looking at me like, no, 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 you're ruining it. I'm like, I, I can't. I it was, it was awesome. It was. What was it supposed to be? What was it supposed to be? To this day. So right. So here's the thing. Right after the wedding, I think Grandpa of the bride or somebody came up to me and said, and he said, young man, you this is your this is your first one. <laughs> you'll get good at it. Don't worry. You'll get the hang uh, of it. Uh, <laughs> I to this day, I have no idea. I That's, have no clue. Is that, I, it? Could have just it. been a. No,
0: Could have been a family thing. Could have been. Must have been a family thing.
1: They, it must have been a family thing, and they must have discussed it, and they forgot to mention it during the rehearsal. Because I would remember the rose and goblet thing.
0: Dude, one time, I I I always go through the wedding with everybody, and I go through every piece. So, and I take notes before as well. You go to rehearsals? I don't do rehearsals. I don't. Ooh. My job is always to stand in the middle. I'm always like, am I going to, Is am I doing something different? What am I doing different? Am I standing somewhere else? What am I, I'm not going to go to rehearsal. And the reason why is because I was at a rehearsal one time that was, their their coordinator was a best friend, which often happens. And wonderful people who are trying to do a job they've never done before. And um, after hour three and a half, I was done.
1: Oh. I was like, guys, I got to go. Like, I
0: can't, I'm giving up my, I think it was a Saturday night with my family after a long day at church. I got to go. I can't do this anymore. And they're like, oh, you're not going to come to the rehearsal dinner? I'm like, we've been here for three and a half hours. It's almost 10 o'clock at night. This is unreasonable. You know, it's a 45 minute Mm -hmm. at most. It should be about a 20 minute deal because I've done my part. I know what I'm going to do. I've sat with a couple before. Anyway, I don't do rehearsals and I often don't do receptions. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of time. And it's a time away from my family, and that's pretty precious to me. So anyway, um, so I always go through and I say, listen, how do you want to do your vows, right? And mm-hmm. this one couple said, we don't want to do vows. We just want to say oh. something to each other. And I'm Ooh. like, oh, okay, that's kind of vows. And they're like, no, 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 we don't want to do vows. And they were very adamant about it. We're not doing vows. We're just going to have some things that we say to each other. I'm like, okay, that's how I'll frame it. And they're like, okay, so we're doing this outside. There's this big oak tree. It's beautiful. It was kind of funny because every time I would talk, a cow from a field would walk over because apparently that's where <laughs> they fed the cows. And so I'd go and, and then some guy would run and like push the cow away. <laughs> it was pretty funny. The whole wedding was pretty funny. Anyway, so we get to the, the time and I say, okay, uh, they would like the couple would like to say some things to each other, which is not a great way to intro that, but that's what they wanted. So they said nice things to each other. I'm like, that's great. Let's have the ring. And so Mm -hmm. they do the ring. And then the special music starts, which was happening behind a bush, a very large bush. But the guys were like kind of in this bush and they're playing music. And the bride looks at me and she goes, "Uh, when do I get to say I do? (gasps) And I'm like, that's part of the vows. Like you did not want to do that. I asked you specifically. And she's like, well, I want to now and no and i'm not a guy who can like i don't know what kind of that like traditional or what and i said i i'm not prepared for this and she's like well we're gonna do it so you better come up with it so luckily i just i just bought a new ipad and i I got cellular service on it so Mm. i i went to another wedding thank god i got some service out there i went to another wedding downloaded their Particular, and they weren't using traditional vows, but it was pretty traditional, sort of. And I copied and pasted put it in, and so after the special music, then we did that. It was, like, all out of sorts. Wow. And she was, I didn't, she was not super happy with me. Wow. Um, wow. But it also, she was a twin, and I didn't know it, and I hadn't been to the rehearsal. So when the maid of honor walks down, I'm like, what,
1: what is happening? Why is she wearing matching dress with everybody? It was super...
0: <laughs> Anyway, that was that was some of that was my mistake. But um, yeah, they didn't want vows, so then they did want vows. So I'm very specific the way I ask those questions.
1: This is why I listen. I I completely respect your value of not attending the rehearsal, but this is why I do not like missing rehearsals for the reason. But yeah, another reason. Here's another thing. I um my. So, weddings for me are a time to reconnect with tons of people I've passed in the past. Mm, uh, yeah. and it's it's for me, it's just like a real social time and you know, catching up, hearing stories of how life is going for a lot of people because weddings usually happen uh, years after college or you know, um so i I love them for that reason. but here's so if you want to talk on, about an in the moment panic mm. attack, I've had couples say that to me too. In early, early on, they would say, we're going to write our own vows. Right. And I would say, absolutely. I'd love for you to do that. And then either of two things would happen. One, the groom usually would write his an hour before the wedding. Right. And the, bri- the bride wrote it like two months ago and it's beautiful and it's poetic and amazing. The groom begins, because he forgot to, an hour before and it sounds... Like, you know, caveman grunt, me, me love you. No, no, the woman, you forever pretty. Thank you, puppies. (laughs) Puppies. (laughs) So, so either that or I had this happen. I said, it's time for the vows. And one of the two looks panicked. Oh, wow. I like, go, like, oh, no. And so from from that moment on, I said, okay, number one, you're going to write your vows. You're going to submit them to me a week before the wedding that gives it oh, room yeah. sometimes. To, not to call out, listen, a bride could probably procrastinate too. So this is not me picking on my bros. Um, and then I bring the vows myself so no one forgets them. Or mm. That also gives me a chance to take a look at the vow to make sure that it's a vow. Because that's one thing. Look, this is the most traditional yeah. thing I do in a wedding. The vow must have language in it of promise, commitment, covenant—something, not just puppies in blue sky and mm. you're you're so pretty. It's gotta kind of say, I make these commitments to you today yeah. uh, that I intend to, by the grace of God and the power of God, to keep. Right. Um, so, so yeah, that's yeah. But listen, I want <laughs> this the one thing I want to tell you. So, I did not go to one rehearsal a long time ago, partly because. I flew in the day before, the night before, got there too late to go to the rehearsal. I was completely jet lagged the next morning. It was a morning wedding. And in the middle of the wedding, I I turn to the bride and I, and I say, It's time now. It's time now for the vows. She looks at me and shakes her head, says, No, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. I'm like, Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I wrote it down in my notes as the vows right now. So, I look at her again, I'm like, so time for the vows later. And I'm like, we're having this discussion now. And she goes, Pastor Sam, we already did the vows. (laughs) She was right. I I was so out of it. I I forgot that just minutes before.
0: Oh my goodness. We had already
1: done the vows.
0: (laughs) That's pretty good. I forgot a kiss one time. Oh, I forgot to kiss my wife's best friend, Ooh. best friend. So she's getting married. We have a, a nine month old, um, this little tiny wedding, wedding chapel up in Portland, 50 people there. Um, it's raining cats and dogs outside. And, um, and my daughter at the beginning of the wedding, wedding decides to lose it and begins to scream. And if How anybody knows is me, she's nine months old. And if you know my daughter, God has gifted her with a pair of lungs that are unreasonably loud. And so she starts to just freak out. And my wife doesn't want to go out of the chapel because this is her best friend. And at the same time, there's nowhere to stand outside. It is literally just raining cats and dogs. So by the time we get to the end of this wedding, I'm my stress level is off the charts i mean just like i'm falling apart and so we get to the um we get to the uh we get to the end and i just begin to pronounce them <laughs> and her husband goes hey man can i kiss her <laughs> and i'm like oh it's no. my privilege and honor yeah you should kiss her yeah absolutely oh. it was it was luckily it was a small wedding like it, it, there wasn't a lot of pressure um that sort of thing. But it was, I just missed it. I was so stressed out that I had missed it.
1: It is, listen, it's stressful. I think there should be some level of stress because this is hopefully, you know, the one of the most important moments in a, in a couple's lives that you want it to be memorable. And Do do
0: do you always do a relationship history?
1: Um, that is definitely my move definitely now and and i try to either work it into the homily somewhere um or sometimes the couple asks me to just do like a, hey can you just do can half of what you do be you know the, the history of our relationship um so um th- this is why another thing i another one of my values is that i don't officiate for people that I don't I don't know anything about so I'm not like a a pastor for hire um hey just just get a pastor somewhere who kind of know um I need to either meet with you some for some time beforehand so I can know who you are a little bit of your history um and so it's gonna be meaningful you know that's my I got a little bit of you
0: I got a little bit of a move on that I'm not gonna lie let's go
1: um
0: I always do a relationship history, but I always let them tell it in their words. So oh. I, ask them, I ask them a few questions and they'll they'll write it up and I will use their words and kind of provide color commentary on it because A, I wasn't there. I don't know the things. So I ask a few questions that are helpful and then they both answer them independently. So oftentimes they're hearing some things for the first time that their partner has said um about them when they first met what they first thought that sort of thing um i usually make a little fun of the groom because you know um because when you make fun of the bride on her wedding day that doesn't go well don't do it took me a little while That Um,
1: never ever goes
0: (laughs) not at all um yeah so so i usually do that and have tell their story with their words so so a i'm not trying to recreate something i wasn't there for um and b Mm. people would rather hear what they have to say about each other than what i have to say about each other about them and then you know and then try and tie it in when i come to the scriptural part i try or or kind of the philosophical to theological part i try and tie it in with you know what what they do for a living or that sort of thing like i try Mm. to i try to be thoughtful i don't know you I'm see, not. I'm not like the wedding guy. they there. You're, you're one of those guys who you and Patty definitely. Rob Moore, a buddy of mine who's now in Okinawa as a chaplain in the Air Force, like there's some guys who like it's wedding time. It's wedding time, and <laughs> like they are phenomenal. You guys are phenomenal. I'm okay. I, I mean, I have a professional been, skill at it. I've I'm been confident. to some
1: of your weddings you've officiated and and thoroughly enjoyed listening to you you know what's fun is the one wedding you and i went to together that's (laughs) probably the only time that's ever happened inside in the audience remember that yeah that was
0: awesome that was such a great wedding and may have been just great because we neither one of us were doing it
1: (laughs) yes yes which doesn't very happen very much Do you you remember the
0: wedding we did together of course i do yeah again somebody gave you a gift in the middle of the wedding
1: not me but you dear listener, you got to hear this can i can i can i say what happened yeah. All right. So it was in the early days of iPad world, and I did not have one, and I kept uh, how do you say is the word coveting, yeah. breaking the tenth commandment, uh, uh, out
0: loudly all the time
1: because you Tim had one, and so the wedding we were officiating together for some reason the the groom ahead of time said I'm gonna need your sermon notes. I'm like yeah, That's that was weird, inappropriate. One because. It, they're not done. <laughs> they may be, they may be getting done the morning of your wedding. So, but he was insistent, like I'm gonna need them the day before. I'm gonna need them the day before. So I was finally like, you're gonna check to make sure that I'm like appropriate. And then he made some story up about how you needed it so that you could somehow correlate with what you were saying, so right. we didn't overlap and. I told the groom, this is, this, Tim is my friend. We're going to talk through this. Like, like, uh, you don't have to worry uh, about it. We're professionals. Anyway, so I remember being really, really annoyed, Tim. Wow. Really annoyed at this. But yeah. I sent my notes to him. And then when the wedding began, they said, we're going to need your... Because I always would put my notes in my Bible. I always right. do that. Right. right. They said, we're going to need your Bible. And because the Bible boy... It's going to bring your Bible down. When I look at the Bible boy, you and I are standing on the platform together. The Bible boy is coming down the aisle without my Bible. Right. And because I don't do this without notes, I'm panicked. <laughs> like I'm looking at this kid going, go back and get the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but he had he had an iPad in his hands.
0: Yeah, but that, you've never, you had never used an iPad. So you didn't really know how to even open it
1: up. Right. So he hands me this iPad and the iPad said in the opening screen, you know, the opening screen, mm-hmm. it said, thanks for doing our wedding. This is your gift. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, that was pretty And then cool. I couldn't open it because I didn't know how to use it. <laughs> you had to be on the fly showing me like, hey, that's what you do. What I you still,
0: do. there's a picture of that from that wedding where you and I are clearly having a discussion and they're like looking sweetly into each other's eyes. And I'm like, my head's down. And I'm <laughs> looking at you. And we're like clearly trying to sort out what's about to happen. Oh, that's uh, funny. No, hey, have you ever wanna... done a wedding? Sorry, no, go ahead. Go, go. I was just going to say, have you ever stepped up onto a platform and realized there's 10 other couples that you've married in the room and you yes. may be repeating something that you had said in one of their oh,
1: weddings? Oh, absolutely. Listen, 25 years into this, there I've repeated... I've repeated things, oh yeah many many, many times, or at least you know, or at least there's a pattern mm-hmm. and oh, you know sure. you're filling in, you're filling in personalized info, but you're like, yeah there's definitely a pattern yeah, yeah. there there's has not been two hundred and eighty three unique, no perfectly unique uh sermons,
0: well, there's only so How about you? scriptures in the Bible, right, I've gotten weird, I've used some strange scriptures where I've had pastors Go. afterwards come up to me and be like i've never heard someone use that particular scripture in a wedding before.
1: What did she use? Oh, dude, I wept.
0: No, I I
1: Lazarus. I did some revelation stuff one time.
0: (laughs) Like I've, I've done some stuff. I've, I've pulled some old Testament stuff out like stuff where I started and you could tell the whole audience is like, is this, is this the love chapter? Is this why (laughs) love is patient? Love is, he's not saying any of that stuff. Yeah, man. I've, I've, cause I, quite honestly, there've been times I'm a little bored and <laughs> I'm like, let's see if this fits. No, I don't, I don't play with people's Again, you know, and this is, this is a thing that I think there are some pastors who don't understand when they preach for 45 minutes at a wedding. I've,
1: um, I've, I've heard
0: of pastors like bringing chairs up for the couple so they could sit down. They're going to preach for 45 minutes. No, Yeah. Let me tell you this. It is not about you. Yeah. And if you are interjecting yourself too much into their wedding, you either you better be like their best friend. So it's okay. Or Mm -hmm. you need to check yourself. I've, I've watched a wedding where it was pretty clear. The pastor had a crush on the bride (gasps) where after 30 minutes, like you could tell the groom's like, all right, man, like he was making so much fun of the groom and was saying so many wonderful things about the bride that it was uncomfortable for everyone.
1: That's weird in the room. That's, it was. That's it was weird and
0: not just weird. It was so inappropriate. Like oh, everyone wow. in the audience was like, "Oh, good gracious!" Yeah, it was bad.
1: It was bad. Hey, here's a question: Are you going to officiate? Because um, this is something I've seen. I've seen the father of the bride speak to the groom for thirty minutes during a wedding. Uh, this is, this is how you will conduct your marriage. Oh no, that's uncomfortable. (laughs) Are you going to officiate your uh, daughter's wedding and your sons? You have sons? I've got sons. I, you know, if they ask me to, well, yeah,
0: if they ask me to, I will, but I don't know if they will ask me to. Listen,
1: I have, as we maybe head towards concluding this, this one, I get weepy. Are you going to make fun? I know you aren't prepared. I'm prepared for you making fun. No,
0: I don't. I get
1: weepy every single wedding I've officiated that and you know and I always hold it together until the bride appears in the back mm. and you know they they begin walking with whoever the, the father most often obviously um there's something about that moment for me that focuses all of life theology the you know like the you know it's a cost like a cosmic focus moment <laughs> that explains so much makes sense in the world, so much makes sense in, in everything that, um, I get weepy. I get weepy. And then if you know the couple yeah. and you know, the stories yeah. and you know, sometimes what it takes to get to that moment. Um, and you know, you know, the tensions, there's always tension. At a, at a, always, at a tension. Wedding, always. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you know, all of that, all of that's going on. Um, I get, I get weeping. So I, I've, always, I've been wondering as my daughter gets older and Micah, you know, as my son gets older, yeah. what, how would I make it? Oh, through? I don't know,
0: dude. I don't know. Do you watch the groom? Do you look at the bride and then immediately turn to the groom?
1: Yes. I
0: always do. I want to see yes. his reaction.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. Well, I, I sometimes, well, my move is to look at the groom Um, to see his reaction and also to to remind him of what his next steps are because sometimes if they're so caught up in the moment they forget what comes next
0: often often it's you know it's such you're right man it's one of those it's one of those defining moments in people's lives and it's a it's a reminder to me it's such a great reminder um of what love what love truly is and what commitment truly is it's such a great it's such a great thing um Here's a, a quick question at the end. Do you charge?
1: I do not. You and I have had this conversation many times. You do I not don't. charge. Yeah. And they, not. and they and no. they give you gifts in the middle of the wedding. You're brilliant. Oh. I well, name name the coolest gift do you charge, Tim? Yes. Wow. That that came out tentative, tentatively. Well, so,
0: no, yeah, I charge um, I, because because a time to, like, I'm going to take time away from my family to be with your family. And I need to be able to bring, because it's never going to happen on a Tuesday at three in the afternoon, right? When my family's busy, it's going to happen on a Sunday or a Saturday night or a Friday or something. I, there's a lot more week weddings, weekly weddings now, because I think venues are cheaper. But um I, I'll do it. I've got a friend who, so I have a, I have a rate, but I've got a friend who's like, Hey, I won't get paid less than the DJ. You're not going to pay the officiant, the man of God, less than you pay the DJ.
1: That's interesting. He's like, yeah. so I'll,
0: I, this guy says 10% of your wedding budget.
1: Oh, wow. He's like, you're going to pay,
0: you're going to pay 20 grand for a venue, but you're going to give your pastor, you know, the uh, chicken well- meal.
1: 10% of a wedding venue, a wedding value, that's for some weddings I've officiated, that's a pretty big That's a chunk. big chunk. And I was like, do you do a lot of weddings? And he's like, no, I don't. I do like one a year. <laughs> I can
0: see why. <laughs> I can see. I'm not going to cost less than the cake. Right. You kidding for, me? M- for me, it's a question of blessing my family. Like I, to be gone from them for this, um, they didn't sign up for me to be a pastor. I signed up for me to be a pastor. They certainly understand that I'm a pastor. But if, and, and in the heavier times, if every single weekend is taken up and it, it's, it's a disruption to my family, I need to be able to bring something tangible back to them to say at least, hey, mm-hmm. we can go do this now or, or here's a little something for the work that I've done. And, um, you know, if it's a hardship for a couple, of course, I'm not going to say no, but, um, but I'm appreciative mm-hmm. of it. And quite honestly, I think it honors the amount of time because you're going to put time in. Right. Where you're, you're, like you said, you're not a pastor for hire. You're not just plugging names into a predetermined sermon. You're going to spend time. You're going to labor over that sermon. You're going to, you're going to drive to the place. You may have to fly to a place, stay overnight, you know? And um, a lot of times these are are young couples who don't understand that like there's effort and time and, Hmm. you know, so I think that we're professionals. I think that it's not inappropriate. But I understand people not doing it, and you've probably done better than me,
1: honestly. No, by, by uh, not prob, doing. Prob, probably not, probably not. But you know, we, we've talked about this, you and I, many times in the past, and I actually have uh, respect for for your philosophy about this. I do. I think, uh, especially because it's a uh, family rooted and family centric, yeah. family first. Um, I just for so you know, I think for for me, my. It, I saw it as a often as a conclusion or part of my ministry to the population I was, uh, yeah. caring for. Um, and, and, um, also I don't have, uh, the, I don't, I don't think I have the guts to ask for like you do. <laughs> for, you got to pay me more than DJ here. So, but here's the thing. um, f- most often I get something. Yeah. They give me some kind of thank you. Um, if they ask, if, if someone asks, I say, I don't have a set amount or I don't charge set amount. But if you want to cover, um, you know, uh, uh, my family going out to eat or something like that, that's, that's great uh, for you to do. Um, I did, as you said, a moment ago, um, I have received some interesting gifts. <laughs> I got a surfboard in the middle of a wedding. That was pretty cool. Oh, that was probably the most epic of all gifts, um, Amy and Ronson. Um, That's cool. Have you surfed they, on the surfboard? I have. I have surfed on it, and I have been thinking of getting back in it. Dude, by the way, I'm telling you. So me and my boys, we go every week. Then huh? we're in it. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Any closing thoughts on the wedding episode? If we, I, I want to say if we've offended any of you because we've talked about people, we didn't say any names. We didn't get bad. We've got lots more stories.
0: <laughs> but, but it's true. You can't tell a lot of the stories without people knowing. I have no idea if anybody's listening to this podcast, though. But um, <laughs> listen, weddings are beautiful, weird. They're fun. They're great. Um, if I have advice to any people getting married, don't take it that seriously. Mm. Don't take it that mm. seriously. Make sure you have a good time. And I think couples are doing that much more than they used to. Because when I got married, like it was definitely, you know, it was definitely a wedding that was appeasing all the adults in our lives. And now I think kids are like, maybe it's just Instagram, like they just want cool Instagram pictures, but they're doing things that are a lot more relaxed, a lot more fun. They're not in churches. Not that you can't do that in churches, but um, just do have your wedding be you. And, yeah. and we're here as pastors to just help facilitate that. I do, however, one last thing. I do, however, always get there a half hour early and let them know that I'll be there a half hour early so they never have to stress about me.
1: Mm. That's good. That is how you minister to yeah. the I don't couple in the day. I don't
0: want to be a pain in that day. But we should go because we're about to have yeah. our next. What is your
1: final word? Um, I You know, it, so this is going to sound... This is gonna sound weird, weirdly conservative, maybe or traditional. I should say traditional. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think um sometimes they rush, couples rush to the reception planning and without giving any thought to the actual what what the wedding actually is, which is a um the ceremony itself is the heart of the day. Mm-hmm. The you know the covenant the reason why we invite a pastor to do it um, is because you want it to be a holy beautiful uh, thing and sometimes couples treat it like the necessary thing before you get to the actual wedding which right. is three hours of reception so i say look even if it's short a half hour 20 minutes um give that a lot of thought give mm-hmm. thought to how you want that to to go <clears throat> because you know um in the end um even if it's just for, even if it's just, even if you don't think, you even if you don't remember the homily that we craft together, like we craft carefully, um, you will remember your the person in front of you making a promise to you. That, that's that moment you you wanna, you want that to, to stick. You want that to be memorable. Anyway, that's my word.
0: That's good. All right, we're going to end. This is Tim and Sam. Sam and Tim, so excited for you guys being here today. That's going to kind of wrap up our talk about um, preaching. We'll probably revisit at another time because it's something that we do, but uh, we hope it's been enjoyable. We hope it's been helpful. Um, uh, Helpful. I don't know. If you don't preach, would this be helpful or would it be just like, why are we talking about? Anyway, um, guys, we're going to have a, we're going to have, we're going to have a, uh, why should I shouldn't second guess myself at the end of a podcast.
1: Yeah, that's a thing. anyway go. that's we're gonna not, have a, that's not professional
0: we're gonna have a uh a guest on our next one so we're gonna go get prepared for that thank you guys love you love you dear listen have a great day